Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. One o'clock hour here on Cody and Gold. Alex Gold with you. Jay Binkley in for Cody Tapp. Chad Marshall in for Nick Short. Who knew that today would be a little, maybe a little punter back and forth. So special teams continues to be a major concern, I believe, heading into the postseason. Yesterday, it was a missed field goal, 51 yards, and then the missed extra point. And immediately after, uh, some people were put together like screenshots, bank, and it clearly looked like, at least on, on the extra point, right, that the laces were not out, right, which would indicate a problem from either the snapper or the holder, most likely the holder in particular, and that is one Tommy Townsend. Um, I think the conversation around Harrison Butker is fair, now, anybody suggesting that they go a different route now <laughs> on December 19th heading into the postseason, I, I, I completely disagree. If you want to have an offseason conversation about exploring and making sure everything's good and you need to bring in a competition and have competition, sure, that, that's something we can do in the offseason if you want. But right now, I, I still believe Harrison Butker is their best option. He made 89% of the fugles a year ago. This year, he's only made 76%. He's clearly not the same kicker this time of the year as he was a year ago. He's not reliable right now. It's very stressful to watch him go out and kick extra points or field goals. That is something that I think scares a lot of Chiefs fans right now. With that said, I, I just don't think you go and sign a guy off the street and think that you're going to feel better about that situation. You want to be critical of how they, his performance and how now they need to approach it. I think that's fair. For example, I don't think you should be okay with trying to settle for a 51 yard field goal. When you have Patrick Mahomes, I think that to me is the adjustment. But it's led a little bit of back and forth because Bink this morning, Dustin Colquitt, longtime punter for the Chiefs, uh, was on with Fesco in the morning. And they asked him, what is he seeing from Butker, from the entire kicking group? And here was his answer. Well, it's not like when I was in the building, it was James has got to do this, James has got to do that. And Pat McAfee is partially right. If you have a great long snapper and he throws it back and the ball's slightly tilted up, all you have to do is put it down. But as a holder, you're still counting the laces. You're trying to catch those laces. 
on your left knuckle line if you're kicking for if you're holding for a right-footed kicker and if you're kicking for a lefty you're wanting the, that that left hand you you you're trying to catch those laces and count that rotation so there's less work from when you catch it to when you put it on the ground and so the only thing i am seeing is when he catches the ball and he puts it on the ground he's doing all the moving and who sees that the kicker mm-hmm. if the kicker sees movement if you're not doing work from when you catch it to put it on the ground the kicker sees movement. And so not only is he seeing movement, he's seeing lace the side of laces. And and I know that's nitpicky, but for people to say that the heaviest part of the ball is not a big deal, I'm not buying it because I saw it for 17 years. Yeah. Is, is there something you can do? Like, if, if he's not getting the snap down properly, can you just put Henny in there? Is, I mean, is this something that you can change on no. a Monday or not? No, it's it's got it's 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 definitely like he's fully capable. It's it's you can't, uh, and I don't even know if this is the right way to say. You can't black out during a game. It's got to be. I can't do anything other than this right here for this ball to go in. So when I'm watching Harrison occasionally miss seven extra points, when you look back, maybe some of them are his fault. But for everybody say we need to change kickers and we need a wholesale change, that's not it. What he provides for our kickoff coverage team alone, his ability to put the ball up, you know, 4.3, 4.4 seconds sometimes, and us to run down there and cover, that is the old Bill Belichick, uh, hey, let's pop it up high and make them bring it out because if they start with the ball inside the 20-yard line on a kickoff, we know that the percentage of them scoring a touchdown goes down significantly. The offense has to somewhat close a playbook. Um, and so just that advantage alone is huge for Bucker. He's got a huge leg. There's times where, you know, a lot of, a lot of teams will not try field goals that, that he will try and it extends the game. What I'll also say right now is Tommy's done a great, great job of, of, you know, bombing the ball. He has um, early on in my career, I could hit those, you know, five, two, side threes, the five fours that you see him, you know, sometimes hit on a regular basis. J- Dave Tobe has done a great job managing him and letting him use his skill, which is, you know, it's not a directional ball, but he is he is hitting it as high and as far as he can, and guys are making great plays. You have one of the best, most athletic long snappers in the league in uh, James Winchester, who I will say has never snapped, snapped better the last three seasons. It, it's unbelievable. At times when I was there, some you know the the longs would be good, the short snapping would struggle occasionally. I've never seen anybody snap like him the last three seasons. So I know that it's not on him. I've been in the room watching those three work, and so it's just got to you got to fully check in to one point, you know, one one point two, one point three seconds, and then job's over with, and then Bucker takes over from there. But from the catch, you got to start working and getting it where he wants to. The laces are a huge deal. The wings, a massive deal. And it takes three people to do it every time. So that was former Chiefs punter Dustin Colquitt, 17-year pro, uh, talking about the issues we're seeing with this kicking game. He is saying that it's not just on Bucker. He's saying that uh, this a lot has to do with, with Tommy Townsend holding the ball. Tommy Townsend has tweeted out about a half hour or so ago, um, I don't think it, the tweet just comes out of nowhere. I think uh, somehow this has probably gotten back to him, Bink. Uh, he said, Coach Reed preaches this all the time. Don't listen to people outside of the building. They have no idea what they're talking about. Back to work this week. 
preparing for Seattle. I don't care whose fault it is, frankly. And if you're a Chiefs fan, you should figure it out. This is it's it's December 19th. We're heading to week 16. Dave Tobe is your special teams coordinator. Dustin Colquitt, I have no reason to believe what he's saying is inaccurate either. The guy did kick in the league for 17 years. I understand he's very close with Harrison Butker. I think that's pretty obvious, right? But if he's watching it at home, Bink, if it was just as simple as that, like I feel like that would be corrected. Matthew Wright had the same holder and was making kicks too. So like, I think there's a balance here. I don't think it was, it's, it's strictly on Tommy Townsend either. I think it's the whole operation. He's saying that the long snapper has been great and is fine. I have no reason to believe that that's not the case. I trust Dustin Colquitt on that too. However, the whole operation, I don't, I don't think it's all just on Bucker. I don't think it's all on Townsend. Figure it out. Chiefs fans don't care whose fault it is if you can figure it out. How, how are we still talking about issues with holding the football? If that really is what's causing some of this and it's December 19th. Yeah. And I don't really care about kickoffs or anything like that. It's about winning games. It's about game getting down to the end. Can you have the trust in your kicker to make a field goal? And right now there's not a hundred percent trust. Here's the thing. I don't know if it's health or what. I, here's the thing. A hundred percent Butker will be better than a hundred percent Matthew Wright or somebody else. hundred percent, but a not a hundred percent kicker. Right. Is that better than a hundred percent? Matthew Wright, if he's 75% to 80%, is that better than that? Again, it's not about feelings, not about who's been here for a while, not about right. who, who's a ring. Butker is one of the four guys, you know, predating Patrick Mahomes. Same with Winchester. But the bottom line is, <laughs> are you going to cost me a game going forward? That's the right. question they need to ask. And then they have to go back and evaluate, do we start going for it more? Because they are 8 of 10 on fourth down. It is, is the highest percentage, 80% clip in the NFL, do you start going for more two-point conversions? Do you look at how you manage the game any differently? Yeah, so I... No, we've seen Justin Reed make extra points. We, we have. Yeah, we have. Like, so I, I still maintain that at this point of the season, I, I, if he is playing right now, Bank, then I am assuming that he's healthy. He's good enough to kick. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to judge him as a healthy kicker. Because if he's not healthy, then tell us. And then don't have him out there. He's playing in an NFL game. I, I'm expecting, and they're having him go out for 51-yard field goal tries. I, I'm assuming it means they trust him. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming he's healthy enough to be making those kick. Um, so I, I think the notion that they should just go sign somebody off the street and that guy you're going to trust more get get out of here. That's that, that's insane to me. Harrison Bucker is not kicking at the level he was a year or two ago. Not defending that, uh, of course he's not. Uh, and he had been next to Justin Tucker, who's the best all-time kicker. He was probably the second or third best kicker in the league. I don't think that's what he is right now, clearly. I also think he's still an above-average kicker. I don't want a guy off the street. You want a guy off the street kicking in the AFC title game over Bucker? No, I do not. But Colquitt is saying that some of this operation is not on Bucker. He's saying that it is on Tommy Townsend as well, and that maybe he's not holding the ball properly. We saw the screenshot. There was the laces were not out on one of the particular kicks as well. Again, I really don't care whose fault it is, but figure it out. It's December 19th. Figure this thing out. To your point about does it change your thought process, I don't think we're at the point where Andy Reid would start going for two-point conversions more unless it, he misses multiple kicks in a game. And you can say, well, then it's too late at that time. I, I don't disagree. I think, though, does it change your, change your thinking, Bank, at the end of a game like we just saw against the Texans where you've got the ball, you're moving it, time's about to expire eventually, and you're, in a way, okay with settling for a 51-yard field goal try. That thought, that thought process has to change. It should have already been changed because I don't like the idea of settling for a 51-yard field goal anyway. So I think when you have Patrick Mahomes, yeah, you should be a little bit more aggressive. I don't want them suddenly going for every two-point conversion. I think that's a little too far and overcorrecting too much. But I think you have to be cognizant. Andy Reid acknowledged that he thinks Butker's in a slump right now. He did not mention, by the way, anything about holding. I think that's important to note. We'll hear from 
Andy Reid and Mahomes tomorrow. But Andy Reid had an opportunity after the game yesterday to say, oh, this isn't just on Butker. We got to get these yeah. holds right. He Did he bring that up once? He did no. not. So we'll see tomorrow. He's going to be asked about it. He's going to be asked about the entire operation tomorrow. Uh, and maybe, he has, you know, I'm sure they're, they're checking in with Dave Tober, whatever, what's going on. But I just want to point out yeah, Dustin Colquitt's comments. I just heard what he said. But also Andy Reid had an opportunity after the game yesterday, Bing, to say that it's a holding problem as well. And he didn't. Well, the bottom line is, let's, let's look at what DeBucker's done his career. I mean, 90, 90.5% his first year, 88.9, now 76 2 yeah. That is a big drop off. It's one of the it's one of the lowest percentages in football. There could be a problem. If injury's part of that, that's fine. And again, it's a business. You have to figure out what and again, I they're probably not even bringing in the Matthew Wright. Butker might kick circles around him. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I that, that he, might happen. He does. He yeah. probably will. He probably will. And there's other things that go into it, kickoffs and things like that. I get that. But again, when you need a game to be won at the end of the game, who are you trusting? And right now your trust level can't be very high. Whether it's injury or anything else or between the years, you just don't know and you can't trust it. But, again, this is a guy typically hovering around 90% accuracy, and he's hitting 76. That That's a problem. And the missed extra points yeah. are, are a problem as well. And we thought, okay, when is this going to come back and bite the Chiefs? Because it really hadn't. That's why, I mean, this could have been a conversation all year, but just hasn't happened. They, they've used three, well, four kickers this year, if you include Justin Reed, just trying right. to get the job done. It was, it was, it was okay, well, that's whatever. The Chiefs don't need kickers. But now it's coming down to kicks, like the Bengals game. You miss a kick. And then, of course, in this game here, you missed a chance to win it in regulation. But that's here's the thing. You're not going to find anybody off the streets. Right. But Matthew Wright would be the only suggestion I'd this say. This is an off-season but, solution, unfortunately. Like they, they need to fix it this year, but far as the, the, the changing of who's actually conducting the kicks, that's an off-season conversation as far as I'm concerned. Right you now, keep you got, the same battery. you got to figure out how the hell you make this thing work to where you can get Butker's confidence back up. And if there is a mechanical problem with the holds, get that corrected. And now you don't want to be too much of a worry. Now, <laughs> Talon's is really worrying about yeah. these snaps and Hopefully. holding them and everything else, and that becomes a problem. Like, that's the one thing you don't want him thinking about, because obviously he's hitting Twitter right. talking about the reaction to him. But is he going to be thinking about it too much in kicks? Yeah, I hope. I mean, it's not a, yeah, I'm with you. It's not a great sign that he's reacting to it on Twitter. Although, I guess him saying back to work and you know trying to I, – I don't know what his – responses directly other than than that. I can't wait to hear from Andy Reid tomorrow to see what he says. Because someone's going to ask him, "Is it? do you think there's a, a problem with Tommy holding the balls as well? I don't think you're going to get any kind of answer. I think it's going to be like, well, you know, you it's, think- it's a team effort. So it's a battery, the snapper, the holder, the kicker. I mean, it's going to be one of those things. The protection up front, these are all going to be issues they talk about. But again, is there really an option? There's not really an option because you know what? If you're a good kicker, you're already with an NFL team. Like if you're really good at your craft, yeah. don't you already have a job? Yeah. If you missed the full interview from Dustin Colquitt um, with Fesco in the morning, it's up on 610sports.com. That's kind of what's prompted more of the, even more of the conversation around this as well. Uh, on, a, on a more positive end, though, Bank, Jarek McKinnon once again kind of having a late season surge and maybe making you feel – better about the playmakers that the Chiefs already, uh, we already were feeling good about, but now add him to the mix because he has five touchdowns in the last three weeks. Of course, the walk-off touchdown run, and he's become a really nice piece for the passing game. He's looking like going to have a career year receiving. I think he's eight yards over it already, so he is going to have a career year in receiving uh, at this point. And it's not just the conversation about McKinnon as the pass protector, which we know they, they trust and they love him as that. He is a huge factor 
in this passing game. And for that matter, I guess the run game yesterday when Pacheco uh, was left out for two straight drives after the fumble. Jarek McKinnon uh, has been a huge addition for this offense. And there was conversation last year after that Pittsburgh wildcard game, I remember, uh, where we're like, man, he might be a kind of a secret weapon for them throughout the playoff push. He ended up not actually being that. Yeah. But it has a similar feeling. We've seen these last three weeks for Jarek McKinnon. Uh, he's a huge part of the offense. He's the best signing in the offseason for this team where they are right now. This is the difference. He can help you win in the postseason. He can do it. When he's got the ball, it looks effortlessly. Do you realize he's getting paid the league minimum? Right at $1 million. Well, he signed, with a, with a he signed in the like summertime. I, exactly. It's the best $1.27 million spent by the Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs, Jerry McKinnon. Yeah. Think about what this guy has done, what he's meant to this team. Not only is a blocker and pass protection for Patrick Mahomes. I understand Juju came here. He's having a good year. 150 more yards. He's at 1,000 yards. But right now, the most valuable person in this offense outside of Kelsey is Jerick McKinnon. And if Clyde was making these type of plays, the Jerick McKinnon is there going, oh, oh man, you got to get this guy. You gotta, he's got to stay a Kansas City Chief. But Jerick McKinnon doesn't get talked about. He was the throw-in. He could have signed with any other team in the NFL. Chiefs throw a dart at him back in June because we kind of wondered, like, are they going to bring McKinnon back? Are they just happy with what they got going forward? Well, in the are they ready for yeah. they bring in Ronald Jones? And people were excited about that. And I was like, why? And then all of a sudden, you know, Clyde Edwards-Lair can, can, can do the deal, and then you got a seventh-round pick, and Pacheco, what is he going to give you? But McKinnon is the guy that makes so much difference. When he had the ball on his hand, it was just different. He's a guy on third and seven, if you give him two or three yards, you know, yards after catch to get it, you kind of trust that he's going to do it. He's taken the ball to the house, five touchdowns in the last two games, really a big part of the last two wins oh, with yeah. Jerry McKinnon. How much are wins, you know, a value in the NFL well, worth a ton because – Number one seed's going to come down to just one game between the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Bengals probably when it's all said and done. But Jerick McKinnon, as we sit right now, now all year they didn't really use him, kind of redshirted him a little bit up until now. But up until now, think about how valuable he is. Remember Damian Williams? Really didn't make any yeah, noise. But you get Damian. to the Super Bowl in the, in the postseason, and he makes a difference. Jerick McKinnon is making the difference right now for Patrick Mahomes, throwing the football too in the backfield. Jerick McKinnon's making a huge difference. And you kind of think, okay, is this is this a bigger signing than Justin Reed? Yeah. Is this a bigger signing than MVS? Yeah. I'm not talking a bigger signing, but a more important signing mm. has been Jerick McKinnon. Interesting. Juju you can have an argument with, yeah. but tell me Jerick McKinnon wasn't the best. I, for league minimum, this yeah. guy makes okay, so that's unreal. A best bang for your buck? Yeah. Yeah. Be, be, but but be, they mean a better be, offseason be, edition because right now, I, if, if, wait a minute, wait. if Juju <laughs> had to miss a game, okay, uh-huh. you still chuck on. But if Jerick McKinnon missed right now, you, you'd notice it. You from, would notice it if he's not playing. I think from the pass protecting side, right now, so right now he's, he's having these explosive plays. Um, where they would miss the most, if you're asking me, like, if he's gone for a game, is p- pass protection, yes. Because we just saw Pacheco whiff on a block, and it, cost, it, it led to a direct sack, and your half-a-billion-dollar quarterback taking an unnecessary hit. So I think I still think pass protection is why it'd be a bigger deal that he misses than do they have enough weapons to still go offensively without McKinnon? Yes. Right now, he is a great addition still while McCall Hardman and Kadarius Tony's out. And the beautiful thing is when McCall Hardman and Tony are back, and Tony is back, although he was on a snap count, then you, if you have McKinnon available and healthy, that's what's exciting even more about this offense. But who who you miss more if they miss a game? Justin Reed, Juju, MVS, or McKinnon? I think the answer is McKinnon. That's the one guy out of that group of new signings that came to this team this year. More than, I don't think more, than MV, more than MVS, yes. I'm not so sure that you want to you want to lose a safety or lose uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju Smith-Schuster, outside of Kelsey, now that he's back in the groove here, to me is the second uh, most reliable player on offense for this football and team. And he gets the ball sometimes Juju because Smith of great Schuster. pass protection. 
by yeah. McKinnon, no, McKinnon in the backfield. Just, and not only that, he gets in the end zone, man. That's an important part. You know, Juju's got the three touchdowns. He's got five in the last three games, McKinnon does. Oh, he's been great. He's it's, been unreal. It's not to say he's not been great. I just, Juju Smith-Schuster still uh, would, would overall, if we're looking at what he's provided uh, across the entire season, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to balance the, the three-week excitement here for McKinnon and also what I still have seen Juju do for majority of the season. Like if McKinnon keeps on this path, Bink, then, then, then obviously. I just Last year, after the wild card game, we were all talking about him being a huge secret weapon, and then he did nothing. I just he, If he stays healthy, he's going to do it this year. I, I, I'm with you, but I, I still don't want to, to me, go overboard and say that Jarek McKinnon was a better signing than Juju Smith-Schuster. That, that I won't go. I not, won't, not for the I whole won't, year, I won't but join right now, you on that train. I just think that sometimes we overlook things, like the blocking in the backfield and stuff, when you have a half-billion-dollar quarterback. Sure. I, I think we I mean, overlook I, that, the value of that because it doesn't show up in the stats. That's why I said that's you know, what they'll miss him more. Those blocks. That's what I'm saying. That's where they'll miss him more is as a pass protector. They, this offense can still move the ball if Jarek McKinnon wasn't getting the receiving yards that he's getting is all I'm saying. He had 54 yards receiving in the uh, Buffalo game. Five catches, 54 yards, and he had uh, 24 yards on the ground. But the 54 yards he had in that Buffalo uh, game. So he was good in the first two playoff games. Yeah, the Buffalo game was a shootout. Everybody was rolling. That was all-timer. It's, it's, I think, most underrated, Chief. That, Unless yeah, you want to say no, made uh, Nick Bolton on defense. Again, that, that's a whole different question. Like, I, 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 I think that being underrated and all that is, is fair. I just want to see – I want to see his role in the playoffs before I'm willing to yeah. say that he's all of a sudden going to be this great weapon in the postseason. But I live in the present. I'm saying if you're playing Seattle, would you rather not have McKinnon, Juju, MVS, or Justin Reed? I would I – would, the one that I would say no. MVS they could get by without. But I don't think you want to play – uh, without Juju Smith-Schuster. McCall, McCall Hartman's still not available, to my knowledge. Well, Jerton McKinnon is a very valuable member of this team. Yeah, again, nobody's saying he's not valuable. I mean, maybe the most valuable outside of Kelsey on offense these last three games. But again, it's not about living the whole season. It's about living it. right now to where they use him. They, the Chiefs have always wanted this. Like, this is this Jerton McKinnon stuff is stuff they wanted to see from Clyde. Like they wanted to see the catches out of the backfield because that's what he did at LSU. The only running back in the history of the SEC to have a thousand yards rushing and fifty receptions in a year. The only one ever. Yeah, well, I don't care what he did in college anymore. Well, I'm just saying he played with Burrow, and yeah. this is what he did, and this is what they want. This is what they need. Yeah, no. If they keep utilizing him this way, then we will be talking about um, him having the the kind of impact that he's had now. Like in this the is the screen game and stuff. This is what the Chiefs have wanted, let's and hope, they're getting it. Let's hope that they keep utilizing him this way. Like I, I don't know if I have as much faith as you that this is going to keep up. That this is what they're going to do consistently. I think he's going to be good for the rest of the season. I mean, he started. It doesn't matter what you did early in the season. It's what you're doing now, and how valuable is to this offense right now. He's big play. I will he can do this. a lot of stuff out of the backfield. Great blocker. Five touchdowns the last three games. Yeah. Right now, he is the, the hot guy in this offense. Not debating that again. <laughs> now we're getting semantics, but not debating what he's doing right now whatsoever. Not, not debating that at all. I will also say that uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I don't know how you don't just keep him on IR at this point. If McKinnon stays healthy, uh, if you take a look at Pacheco staying healthy, to me, Clyde Edwards-Alaire should not be involved in this offense. One-two one, punch, way. McKinnon and Pacheco. That's what you go with. Yeah, there's no reason to try to work him back in the mix. And you can, again, worry about him in the offseason because Jeremy McKinnon's a one-year contract, whether you bring him back next year. <laughs> League bit of a, but you're talking about bargains. That was a great, no, that was a great signing. 
It really was. Hey, coming up next, we'll get to what's trending and the audio fun bag from the weekend. And also Bink pointed out perhaps the worst tweet he's ever seen. And it occurred from one media member as well. Next. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast baseball is back and so is mlb.tv watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere anytime all season long follow the action live or on demand Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending, the Chiefs clinch a seventh straight AFC West title. Of course, the longest divisional title stretch uh, involves the New England Patriots in the AFC East, but the Chiefs get seven straight AFC titles now. They can be no worse than the three seed in the postseason at this point. The number one seed's still out there if they can win out and then would need the Bills to drop a game. The most likely one on paper, at least, is for the Bills to lose to Cincinnati here in a couple of weeks. Thanks, Dolphins. Yeah, did you? I, the way the game it was one of those where once the game was going the way it was, you started to get excited and think that they could pull it off. Going to the game, I didn't think Miami was going to win, but the way the Running game was the ball so effectively. Yeah, the way the game was going, you're thinking, oh, they actually like they should have they should have won. MJD was the only one to pick him in the pregame. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. So that was a little disappointing. But look, the Chiefs got to handle business. They got to win out as well, and then hope that 
Yeah, Cincinnati could beat Buffalo because Buffalo Patriots last week of the season, I guess maybe something wonky could happen there. But with the only streak better, well, they're tied with the Rams from the 70s. It's seven straight conference championships. Patriots sitting there with 11. I think they could make a run at catching that. And you think, okay, that's what the mm-hmm. best quarterback and coach ever. You know, well, the Chiefs can do this. I mean, to win seven straight times in their division when everybody on the outside picked against you. And you know what? They will next year as well. As the Chiefs go for their eighth straight oh, division yeah. title, other teams will make moves. Not that they'll make any bigger moves than they all did this season. And they'll still bet against the Kansas City Chiefs. I think what people are learning is you don't bet against Mahomes. It's like when they flexed out that Denver game. You know, they, they flexed out. It was horrible ratings. The Chargers-Dolphins got right. one of the worst ratings. You don't flex out Patrick Mahomes. Like, you don't do that. You don't bet against him. You just if, don't. if these teams so that's didn't get it done this year, why Why next year suddenly are we supposed to believe uh, that, that that won't be the case for the Chiefs again? What a great sports weekend, Alex. Not only with the college football, the pro football on both days, but college basketball as well. KU goes out and absolutely hammers Indiana. K-State beats uh, Big Red Nebraska. MU wins at the buzzard. A great shot. Uh, beating UCF. Yeah, all, nice to have all, all three local schools get the W there. And KU's uh, outscored their opponents by 50 in the last two weeks. K-State got the win at T-Mobile Center. Uh, Jerome Tang was dancing a little bit after the game as well. He was in a good mood. And then, yeah, a, uh, a nice little win for Mizzou down at uh, US, UCF. Not a little win. It was a nice win. It was at a, buzzer. It was a at the buzzer. exciting win. At the buzzer, as a matter of fact. Buzzer beaters are the best. I don't know why Alex has to diminish what Missouri did on what? the basketball court. It's He's done nice, it all day. nice win. Thank you. Why was that hard? Judge is glad nice, to eat off him. Nice win. Oh, I don't care. Bring it on. Next up on What's Trending, updated MVP odds, season awards, and all that. Jalen Hurts still the favorite at FanDuel to win MVP, but he's down to minus 150. Mahomes is up to plus 150. Uh, so after Mahomes' near-perfect performance yesterday, it narrowed the gap, at least in the betting market. This, of course, doesn't uh, decide who wins it, but it gives you some indication perhaps of where things are going. I just think Mahomes is going to have to keep playing uh, the way he's. I think that the biggest thing he can do now, Bink, uh, is if he can get people talking about this completion record, he's five or six completions away from breaking the all-time completion in a you know consecutive completion record. He's got 20. If he can make it to 26, I think it is, then that you want to get people talking about that in a year where you're going to throw for 5,000 yards and you're going to have 40-plus touchdowns. He should be the MVP, but right now the narrative is still on Jalen Hurts' side. Well, I know, but it should be Mahomes. And yeah. you think about the weapons he's got. I mean, he's winning games when he had to do Justin Watson. He's got Jody Fortson out there doing it. Juju's missed the game. McCole Hardman's been on IR. What he's doing and having the number one mm-hmm. offense in the NFL, and it's not just the number one offense. It's the number one offense by far. Yes. Going last week, the only team in the NFL averaging over 400 yards a game. Buffalo is right there at 400, though. They, they have gotten to the 400 mark, so you can't definitively say it. But the Chiefs have taken over the points per game title this year but i'm just saying one guy has the 14th ranked defense the 18th best scoring defense in the chiefs and patrick mahomes the other guy jalen hurts plays with the second best defense in the national football league who's your mvp yeah it's funny how the guy that uh, has to do more of it on his own like mahomes does or jalen hurts yeah it's funny how for last year and stuff people would knock mahomes uh, production because they said oh yes kelsey and hill he lost hill he's still doing this jalen hurts gets the addition of aj brown yep and nobody's using that against him. It has it's a better kind of offense statistically than he well, did. Jalen Hurts, is not, Jalen Hurts is having a great year. Great year. That's a, it's just, He's a good uh, silver, Malms, silver medalist. Malms has been better. But unfortunately, right now, if the vote were to take place today, I, I feel very confident saying, unfortunately, that Jalen Hurts would win it. I'd go Mahomes, Hurts, Burrow. 
Yeah, that's. I mean, that's why I would go as well. I just, if you were asking me, predicting how the vote would go, actually, I, think I would right pick now, the winner of Alan Burrow. That'll be the. Oh, that's okay. I would go. Yeah. I think if the vote, if you're predicting what the vote would be today, I think the vote would be Hurts, Mahomes, and Burrow. I think it should be Mahomes, Hurts. And Burrow, but. Is that the most anticipated game going forward? That Bengals Bills game we're going to have on Monday Night Football here in a couple weeks, or what's that? Is it the what's the most anticipated oh, NFL game? Yeah. That game or Jaguars Titans to end the season with well, possibly the conference? I know, but yeah. possibly the conference on the line. If they both are winning, I mean, right now Tennessee can't win a game. They've um, lost four in a row. Yeah, I mean, if if they both keep winning, then that'll be that'll be a huge one. Also, there's a scenario where. Uh, isn't ba- I think Baltimore and Miami, is that right? They play the last week of the season, too. There's a chance that's the Sunday night game that gets flexed uh, for the final week of the season. See, Baltimore, I do believe that, yeah. And it'll be Jack- Lamar Jackson will be back by yeah. then. No, they don't. They play. They don't? Uh, Who does Miami oh, play? Oh, no, they do play the Bengals. The Baltimore plays the Bengals, Bengals at Cincinnati. Is, that's what it is. Okay. It's, Cincinnati's got a tough schedule. Cause you got, yeah. Because no you got the, uh, you, so you wait, got the so Bills, that, then okay, you got so the, uh, the Ravens. That game could decide the AFC North, then. It could. They have Atlanta, Pittsburgh, and at Cincinnati still remaining Jeez. to the Ravens. Yeah, I saw the chart. The Chargers now are up to 80% chance to make the postseason after their win against the Titans yesterday. And that game could have been a loss for the Chargers, but well, it wasn't. What it could have Yeah, they found a way to win. Play so give them credit for it. But they have the remaining schedule for the Chargers at Indy, Rams at Denver. That is a very, very favorable Chargers schedule. That's why. That's why they have an eighty percent chance. Indy is crushed. You give up the biggest lead in NFL history, you're devastated. Get to that right now. You know what? Too. You keep Jeff Saturday as coach because you want to tank. You want to tank again? Why fire your coach this point this season? Well, Just keep him employed. I, I don't know. Has an interim head coach ever been fired? Like in like the interim fired? No. It's just, it's why I've always said like these coaches. People want them all fired. It's like no. You want a better draft pick. Keep them employed to keep losing games. By the way, Bijan Robinson. 220-pound running back, fantastic player at the University of Texas. My favorite running back in this draft class declares, obviously, for the NFL draft. Yeah, as he should. As I don't know he's should. taking that Texas Neal money. I mean, yeah, you still go. You're running back. You never know. Short, you know, shelf life is pretty short. For you don't want to play with Arch Manning? No, nah, if you're him, go get go get your money, man. Go get your money as a Just draft. Take and play with Manning. Nah, take that Lamborghini. <laughs> He'll be fine. Be just fine. That's what's trending here on Cody and gold, Alex gold, Jay Binkley in for Cody. Cody will be back tomorrow. Jed Marshall producing for Nick where he's fitting right into the Nick role, a text line calling him a villain already. He said he's taken on the villain role. Like Nick does sometimes yeah, Nick's, right away. Uh, so Nick's, I think uh, much more likable than Nick. I'd like to point out a text line would beg to differ. Man. No, I don't mean what their opinion is. I just meant in general, oh, wouldn't you guys dude, agree dude, that just... I'm a nicer guy than Nick? Nick was texting a lot in our group chat. I was like, aren't you in Germany, man? He's, he's texting in our group chat. I'm like, enjoy Germany. What man. if he uses any of the uh, German cuss words I taught him? Uh, I, taught, I, taught, I taught him how I'm to gonna cuss in no. German I'm before he guess went. he's not. I hope he's used them, some of the words. I doubt it. I doubt he's done that. We, we practiced it a bunch at Toy Drive. Remember? We were trying to. Yeah, get, very why were you cursing around children, children at a toy What's drive? That? Why were you cursing around children at a toy well, drive? Were, okay, it wasn't around children at the time, it was at the table. And I taught Nick. It was no no kids were around at this point, but it was the toy drive, and it was me. I believe Nick What'd Price you teach was there. Him to say, Gold Binkley? was there. I can't again. 
I have come really close to slipping up a couple times. I haven't I had to use the dumb button yet. We're not. We're not starting. I'm not going to cuss in German because that might. I don't know. How, how does FCC look at things <laughs> if you cuss in another language? <laughs> that's actually a great question. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> how does that work? I'm I, serious. I, I don't know, Bink. Actually, that's, that's a fantastic question. I, if people can't understand it, does it count? I, I, I'm not going to risk know. it. Somebody leave would. that until the 27th. But when somebody Nick is would back. though. There's, there's enough people know German. Somebody to understand what I'm saying. I, yeah, I, I don't think you're probably. I must stay away from it. All right, let's get to the uh, audio fun bag from the weekend. And man, you mentioned the Colts collapse against the Minnesota Vikings, the largest comeback in NFL history. Here's how it sounded with Paul Allen on the call. The zone, 36-yard line, back to pass, green left to Dalvin. Turns it up outside the numbers for the 40. Gets to the 50. It is loose! Dalvin, 20 to the left. 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Dalvin Cook, yes, yes! A 64-yard touchdown! Snap, takes the handoff, looks left, looks center. Yes! It is DJ Hawkinson! And that game seems like weeks ago because of how crazy of, of a sports weekend it was as we're doing the audio fun bag. Great call, Paul Allen there from Minnesota Vikings Radio Network. Uh, 33-0. I don't know about you. Not you that can I'm say a it doesn't happen because it never happened. Yeah, like, not that I'm a Vikings fan, but it got to a point when it got close enough for the comeback. Absolutely, I was rooting. For, like At that point, when it got to within a touchdown, you're like, oh, I hope they pull this thing off. I hope that two-point conversion is good because I, I, wanted, I wanted that to happen. How many people in national media called the Vikings frauds? There was a lot of deleting going on that game. A lot I mean, of deleting going on still in that have game. Some, the Vikings still have some issues, no doubt. But, but Jeff, Saturday, this is what you get. You, you take a guy that's never coached, like his high school wise, as Jeff Saturday. You put him as interim coach. Boom, you have the largest comeback in NFL history, which is funny because it is the team that fired Frank Reich, who was on the opposite end of what the second biggest comeback in NFL history when Frank Reich was a quarterback in the Buffalo Bills. Isn't that ironic how this all works out? But that game, that was an awesome game. That was an epic game. I mean, on paper, it's Vikings, Colts. Does it really intrigue you that much? How many people do you think turned that off at halftime, went Christmas shopping at that point? A lot of uh, plenty. And, I saw enjoyed a lot of the people, best comeback ever. A lot of people mentioned that they, they took a nap and then they woke back up or whatever and they saw what happened. They were wondering how the hell did this, this occur? Holiday shopping, Jay. No, not this again. Oh, oh gosh, not this. We don't, Jed, you, just wanted, you don't want to do that to yourself again. Jed, Jed but, just keep it. People already hate you, man. Just, <laughs> which I told you I'm fine with. I don't. Uh, next on the audio fun bag. Later, or later on in the weekend, of course, was the World Cup final. I know Jed was watching this, as was I, though. I, I mean, watched it was, some of it, it, it was It was fantastic. And, of course, uh, it went to PKs, and Argentina ended up winning the World Cup. And Messi was incredible, as was Mbappe for, for France. But this was the call uh, for Argentina. Montiel! Montiel! Argentina, campeón del mundo! 
It goes on from there. I mean, you can hear the emotion. You can hear the emotion, obviously, and how much that win meant for, for him, for, for the entire country of Arts. It was an absolutely epic, intense, one of the most intense sporting events I've ever watched. I'm not a huge soccer guy uh, as far as watching Premier League and things like that, but World Cup, I love it, and that was as good as it gets. That was as good as it gets. It was incredible. I was rooting for France, uh, honestly, over Argentina, but that was top-notch, cannot, cannot be what we saw on Sunday. No, and these countries are going at it. This means everything to Argentina, everything. I mean, this is their, well, it's the World Cup. It's the World Series. It's everything combined. But you're the passion right there from the broadcast. Because not only talk about awesome. you, you're talking about your cancer. country yeah. winning it all. It's, it's, it means a lot, man. It was a, a, the passion between the, the countries was unreal. Then back to American football, where we saw a game in an epic fashion and involved the Patriots and the Raiders, with the Raiders winning on this play. Now on a third and ten, three seconds left. Jones will give it to Stevenson. He started right. He runs it up the middle. Hit by Chandler. Jones slips and hit across the 45 with a stiff arm. Off a tackle at the 40. He lost the football. And Jacoby Myers picks it up. He circles back and he throws it across the field. Oh my Jones God. is picked up by Chandler Jones. He breaks away to the 30. He runs to the 20. He runs to the 10. He runs to the end zone. Unreal. Touchdown. Come on. Tonight. This might be one of the dumbest teams I've ever seen. And a victory for Las Vegas. Patriots radio call there. How about that? I'm out. Good night. Be the dumbest. It was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen a football team do. Patriots Raiders, they're tied. Ramon J. Stevenson, simple draw play, gets a nice chunk of yards on it. He tries to uh, lateral it, does. And then Jacoby Myers, who owned it after the game, Throws a pass to Mac Jones. Of course, it hits the ground, or Chandler Jones catches, I should say, and Mac Jones gets trucked basically by by Chandler Jones. I, what if you're down? Obviously, you do whatever you can to score. It's a tie game. Go to overtime. It might have cost the Patriots a spot in the playoffs. Situational awareness. You I mean, think they understand it's it for Belichick? I mean, this stuff doesn't happen to the greatest. Listen coach to Belichick of all time. after the game. On that final play, I know it was yeah, the draw so, play. Was it, was it instinctive on Ramondre? Was he yeah. given the green light to pitch it if no, he had an opening? We made a mistake. On, you know, played it worthy. <laughs> Jacoby Myers also uh, after the game. Was there any communication? No, no, that was just me. There was no communication. No, I promise you, that was just me trying to make a play. They both sounded the same. There, I couldn't really understand what Jacoby Myers said. Uh, I promise I read the quote, and Jacoby Myers did own it and said he was trying to be a hero and all that. It was. But the Raiders being on the other end of a dumb play yeah, that's is really unusual. against Bill Belichick. It's unfailable. That was, might have been one of the biggest upsets despite the Vikings-Colts. That, it, was, it was an amazing sports weekend. I mean, from, from that Vikings-Colts comeback, the, Sunday, the Saturday night game with the Dolphins was awesome with Don't the Bills. Don't forget the 1AA playoffs, the Division II championship I game. Didn't watch, I didn't watch that. Well. I didn't watch that. I did. You know I had, it was I had like, one TV on the South Dakota State game where it was actually cold, like three or four degrees. That was negative it. two there, Alex. Yeah. I've only heard about this four times. Brookings, South Dakota <laughs> got cold. There it is. Was Fair State, the, right, man? Fair State. Fair State, National Fair Champions State. D2. Pitt, mm. They just beat Pittsburgh by That's three what points. I hear. That's three what I hear. points, yeah. That's what I hear. That's what I heard from you. And they go and win the national title. That's right. And then we have a FCS championship in South Dakota State, North Dakota. That's kind of fun. Don't let the second best tight end in all of uh, the NFL draft plays for yeah. South Dakota State. Yeah, I just I I didn't watch it. 
That's well, you should have, Alex. Uh, you can bet on it, you, you know. You were, well, I know I can. Uh, did you Did you watch last night's NFL game, though? I did. The controversy was... with officiating, but also the fourth down stop related to that? Gibson to his right. He takes the snap. He's back to throw. He's under pressure. He backs away from pressure. Still looking. Now rolls left, rolls into the end zone, and it's knocked away incomplete. Darnay Holmes knocked it away. Thibodeau had a monster game, but Darnay Holmes makes the key play on Samuel and the Giant fans rejoice here at FedEx Field. That ended the game. Curtis Samuel, if you watch the video, you see the still shots was just getting grabbed like no other. No call. The game ends on the fourth down stop, and the Giants now have about an 80% chance as well. Yeah, if you were talking conspiracy, a New York team, Dan Snyder own team. Yeah. I mean, conspiracy going on there. But no, Washington was hosed just about as bad as you will see a team hosed. And it started with the touchdown that was nullified. Uh, earlier in a third and one where Terry McLaurin looked twice at the official stand and asked if he was good because typically receivers look over and make sure they're lined up on sides and look at the official. He said he was twice. Yeah. And yet throws the flag before the play's even made, nullifies a touchdown. Then on the on the last play of the game, which it wasn't a Hail Mary because there's still a minute sure. left in the game, it was the most egregious pass interference you've seen. You've got to throw the flag. I get it if we're having this argument. Again, 65 yards in the air, a Hail Mary. You, you let that go. Unwritten rules are you let it go. Even though there could be a penalty on the play, you let it go. That was egregious what happened to the commanders against the Giants. That, I mean, if we're doing the show in D.C., that, would, good, that yeah. is running the show. Sure. I mean, I, I actually think on the flip side for, for the Giants, who now are in a really good spot to make the postseason because of that uh, win. Brian Dable. That was the... That was the biggest Daniel that drive before. That was the biggest Daniel Jones drive of his career. I mean, as far as what he's what he was able to do there for for two offenses that are brutal to watch. Let's be well, honest. Taylor right? Heineke both, and Daniel Jones get together, man. Throw that record book some, out. <laughs> yeah, like both both are just brutal offenses to watch. And the difference maker in the game overall was Thibodeau. He was incredible. He owned that game. He took yeah. over the game. Of course, had the touch. You know, had the the play that forced the touchdown. And then we're the only thing we're talking about is the officiating. Yeah, because that's what fans do, man. That's what fans do. We, you know? Hmm. Yeah, that we do. I think fans do that a lot. But you're that's perfectly normal. It. It's perfect. Yeah, but we're still fans of sporting sports We're teams. in Kansas City talking about it because it goes along with our theme. Well, because we're talking about fishing. Carl Cheffers. What if we're talking about Carl Cheffers in D.C.? No, a lot of people didn't watch the, the game. Because he, 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 he was not the official for their game. So, no, they're they're probably not. None of the officials last night, though, I'll, I'll give them. So at least the officials, John Hussey last night, did not did not have this happen to him because he got outraged by that. The, the crowd didn't, I think, impact his performance. There's no foul in the play for blocking the back. Timeout. I don't think I've ever heard that happen to any other official than Jeffers at Arrowhead Stadium. I mean, he was season. legit scared. He was shook. He's for scared sure. of Chiefs fans. Like, seriously, scared of Chiefs fans. Like, they're in his head. And I think he took it out on me yesterday with bad calls. He was in the safety of Houston. By the way, there was Arrowhead South down there. My goodness. You see how many Chiefs fans were in Houston well, for that game? they booed him before the game. The, 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 the stadium was might have been more Chiefs fans than Texans fans at NRG Stadium. He I mean, did that a mic check before the game and got booed. That's just, I mean, look, that's going to that's gonna continue to happen. When you have what occurred against the Raiders uh, happen with, with, with the roughing the passer penalty, that's going to continue to happen. I, the NFL really, in all seriousness, I know we – Jed and I were going back and forth about officiating and all that, but like in all seriousness, like how can he officiate another Chiefs game? And it, certainly in the playoffs, maybe because of assignments, he'll do a regular season game next year. But how how can he 
officiate a playoff game. I don't think he should even be allowed in the playoffs this year, but they can't have him on a Chiefs game because of what the conversation, I think, has been around him and some of the numbers that do not look all that favorable if you're trying to say that he officiates Chiefs games the same way that he does for everybody else. I think he'd the be Chiefs too scared the to do a least, game here. Chiefs are the third least penalized team in football, and yep. they, they just had, what do you Double say, 12, 12 penalties, something like Ten, that? I 10 penalties? Double digits. The most penalties all season came at game with Carl Cheffers. I don't know if he'd want to come back to Arrowhead. Because, I mean, the Chiefs fans do remember. Like, as I said, he got booed yeah. in Houston. I'll never doing forget a that drop. Check. It's my favorite drop. One of my favorite drops we have in the system other than Russell Wilson's drops. <laughs> Which we'll get both. We Hopefully we don't get both. We'll get Russell Wilson in a couple weeks again. but Because uh, I think he'll be back from his concussion protocol. But it took a Carl Cheffers to make what statistically was the most imbalanced game we've seen this year in the NFL. 502 yards at 219. <laughs> one quarterback time. throwing for 55%. The other one 88%. The fact that that game went to overtime. Carl Cheffers. Yeah, it's not often that I agree on the the blame the officials for how games went. Fortunately, it didn't change the direct outcome. It's not often I do that, but there's way, there's way too much with what occurred yesterday statistically, as you broke it down a little bit there, uh, for that to not have influenced heavily how the, how the game went. And you know the NFL is getting inundated from game film from the Kansas City Chiefs about bad calls because this is what they do. They, they get every team. Yeah, nothing ever really in. comes from that. I always no, laugh. Like, it's oh, not like college football. But like that's, that's, that stuff always I don't really care no, about. No, but it, 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 like... it, it does matter when it comes to postseason officiating and stuff okay. like that. If, you, if you're constantly pointing out somebody in the airs and their ways on really bad calls, the NFL does take that stuff well, into consideration. Shouldn't be, his crew should not be in the postseason. At the very least, they should not be on the Chiefs game. And I hope that's the case. He should be on a beach in Maui with a Mai Tai. Instead of officiating. Good. That's fine with me. Let them do that. Yeah. Keep them away from the postseason. Keep them away from Arrow. Keep them away from the Chiefs. Don't want him doing anything related to the Chiefs in the postseason. I don't, I don't like it at all. It's a bad, bad night for officials. Yeah, not, a good, not a good weekend in general. Jed was even talking about he thought there was a questionable call or two in the World Cup final. I know. She wasn't all a good mad officiate. about that. Officiating just sucks. Just does. Bink, appreciate you filling Thanks, in, man. Good talking Chiefs throughout the day here. Thanks to Jed. It'll be Jed and I back tomorrow. Cody back tomorrow as well. The drive with C Dot and Rob coming up next, right here on 610 Sports Radio. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.